0: any point you want you wonder if you're being too low effort it's not possible okay fantastic Um, (laughs) that's very much that's very much the vibe of the show i love that oh yeah the the last weekend of the fringe I, i i sort of i felt your panic about getting here i was like if i had to go somewhere else to do this i would be doing exactly the same thing
1: like oh my god i don't know where i am what's going on um yeah and then all my flights got messed up oh no my own fault I, right after a show, I was like, I think I'm going to change my flight Mm -hmm. right after drinking, right after doing a show, right after. Sure. Yeah. So I'm like, let's do it. And I looked at the prices and I'm like, oh my gosh, it costs $0 to change my flight. That's crazy. It went down Mm -hmm. so much. Um, And that's because I moved my flight to September 30th, which is (laughs) irreversible. Oh no. Oh no.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're stuck in Britain.
1: (laughs) I cannot leave. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so now I am. <laughs> you
0: just have to become British now. That's your I only know, option. I know.
1: It's cheaper to just stay here, get a visa, hang out.
0: Yeah, why not? I mean, there's lots of things you could do. You could um, you could get into like jelly deals or something. <laughs>
1: yeah. You know? What's a jelly deal?
0: Oh, that's a good, a good question. Uh, you see, you've split up those two words differently. You've gone for jelly deal. What <laughs> it is is a jellied eel.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. I know what a jelly deal is. Okay. I'm mm. like, what kind of jelly deals are you guys getting
0: here? <laughs> we get very cheap bargain jams. Not mm, not good not enough
2: it. ones, as far as I'm concerned. I'd like I'd like there to be better better.
1: Coats, always want for more jelly. Yeah.
2: Exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, bargain jams more. feels like it would be a late night radio show. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> bargain jams at four thirty in the morning.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> as, i as a as a comedian i've listened to a lot of very late night radio because i used to have a car that only had a radio oh, yeah. or a single cd player so yeah. once you got bored of the one cd then you then you're tuning into shit at like three in the morning yeah
1: you're hearing I, when we taking road trips through the states like there are just big chunks of absolute nothing mm. where we don't have service and we had like a car with built-in Sirius XM because the person we bought it from forgot to cancel it.
0: Oh yeah, not like the satellite radio, so you can get it anywhere, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: And we got some some very scary uh, stand-up hours where we're. <laughs> it's like this is the redneck rootin' tootin' comedy hour. It's a bunch <laughs> of people. G-
0: <laughs> that's what this podcast is, by the way. That's I'm what you're so on. So right excited!
1: Now. Didn't yeah. do any research, so yeah, I'm yeah, glad yeah. that that's the vibe. It's all these comedians I've never heard of going. Um, you know they. <laughs> Here are all the words I wish I could say. Why can't I say them?
0: (laughs) (laughs) They only let me say them at 4 a.m. on satellite radio. Yeah, yeah.
1: There are no rules on mid-Arizona Sirius XM.
0: Yeah, it actually doesn't count if you say it at 4 a.m. on satellite radio. (laughs) It's
1: true. It's they like, cannot well, cancel you because it didn't happen.
0: In rural Arizona, what are the chances of any non-white people listening to satellite radio one? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a safe space. It you know. is
1: a safe space for runnecks.
0: <laughs> it's a kind of soft play area. Yeah, they can say whatever they want with being assured that it won't cause offense to anyone.
1: Yeah, because no one is listening except for other terrifying people
0: yeah the best the best talk radio experience i've ever had, which i feel like I've probably told this story on the podcast before, but I was in an uber home from a nightclub at like five in the morning and there's a there's a talk radio station in the u k called l b c which is like just insane, like shock jock shit. I mean, it, yeah. it's still pretty mild by American standards, but it's like kind of just guys, it's very like Brit vibes, kind of like they have peculiar dad style bugbears about things that aren't even necessarily political, but they're getting very <laughs> incensed about them. And this one guy at five in the morning was going on a rant about the film Ghost. And I'm like coming down off a pill and I'm just like listening to this <laughs> and I'm getting quite fascinated by it <laughs> because he's, he's lambasting the film Ghost for not making any sense. And I'm like, it's about a ghost. I mean, you know, <laughs> come yeah. on.
1: What, what's there to get, like? <laughs>
0: yeah, but his particular bugbear with the film Ghost was that um, in, the, in the film Ghost, uh, Patrick Swayze can move through walls, mm. but he can also touch and move things. Yeah. And he's like,
2: no, you know what? You know what, I like, I literally don't give a shit. He's correct. They need no, to de- they no, need because- to they need to decide on the physical integrity of the ghosts before they start making films about them. Like you like if it's just a film that has ghosts in it, like that's fine. Like they're bit parts, they're not part of like they're not part of the main narrative. But if your film oh, is called cast ghost, another
0: alive man as a ghost again. If your film is, is called cast a real ghost, ghost
2: <laughs> the ghost is the hero. He's the main character, you've got to decide. You've got to have some yeah. kind of internal coherence. This Are they guy, all friendly? Is it just guy, Casper? This we This guy need to was decide. me with one of those voice recorder things that changes your voice um. so it made me sound like a 50-year-old man. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's
1: who that was calling into yeah, LBC. Though- <laughs> Comedy alter ego where you can just say only old man opinions. Yeah. Mm. That's the dream.
0: Yeah. But so his, his bugbear with Ghost was more specific than that. It was that He, you know, he can move through walls, but he can also touch and move things. And then, and then, and I quote, and this is never explained. Now, I don't know if you've seen the film Ghost, but there is, if anything, a laborious twenty-minute section in the middle of the film where this is painstakingly explained. I love that, because he finds that he can't touch and
2: he finds that he
0: can't touch and move things, and another ghost teaches him how to do it. And it's about I don't know, intentional. A ghost teaches
1: him how to do
0: it. Yeah, he meets another ghost on the subway. I'm not making this.
2: (laughs) No, no, this, no, this, this, the. This does yeah. happen, but it's bollocks. But it's
0: yeah, but what I mean is by the time you're in the internal logic of a film about a ghost, like... You're, you're gonna...
1: in too deep. Have, have yeah. you guys seen Tenet? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. We've reviewed it on this show. In oh, fact. incredible. It's, it's deep lore on this podcast. <laughs> I love it. That's just what happens when somebody writes a movie for 10 years and <laughs> nobody tells him no. Like, it is just... <laughs> I tried to understand it for three hours, and it's just not possible. mm so yeah. lost in the sauce. Oh, I, think yeah.
0: it's got a, I think it's got a sort of Holy Trinity quality to it. Like it's not really supposed to make sense. It's yeah. kind of like a kind yeah. of unknowable, gnostic truth.
1: But to him, it deeply does. Mm. Mm. And you just have to ride that wave.
0: Maybe Nolan is a prophet. We're in a sort of fourth caliph situation. <laughs> I mean, there's going to be like followers of Nolan and those that reject him. Yeah, right?
1: yeah brand new sect of, like, Mormonism or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: cinema's going to break off into two camps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love a schism. Yeah, there's going to be, like, the realists following, Ad- following Adam Kay and then the kind of, like, surrealists, dualists who are all, like, you know, uh, Nolan guys.
1: Yeah, That's yeah. It's
0: all been about. Yeah, he is a man with a certain, like, he's, he's made a lot of very different films and yet they're all the same.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, you're just like this is. I don't. I don't really know how to describe the plot of this other than just Nolan vibes.
0: Mm. Yeah, something we were observing about the film actually is that Nolan, like Hans Zimmer's done the soundtracks to a lot of his films. But even when Hans Zimmer doesn't do the soundtrack, he gets a guy to basically do what Hans Zimmer would have done. <laughs> like the Tenet soundtrack, we fully thought was Zimmer until we looked yeah. it up, and it was because it's full of like. <laughs>
1: So he has just like a cheaper ripoff Zimmer that he must
0: go to when he doesn't have the budget. Wish.com Zimmer.
1: Yeah, Fiverr Zimmer.
0: (laughs) It's got a Bulgarian teenager (laughs) approximating Hans Zimmer. (laughs) They're probably pretty good at it, you know.
1: There's probably an AI that can do Zimmer at this point.
0: Oh, yeah. Just
1: whip it up like Dolly, but for composing.
0: Yeah, that's actually, it's probably easier to get an AI to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: We're in exciting times.
0: We are. We are Some in exciting, exciting times. Exciting
2: creative times. I still want to see the Nolan rom com. That's what I'm holding out for.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> oh Someday. But I'm just got to the date and I'm soaking wet. Bah!
1: <laughs> Dropped all the papers. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: oh gosh. Um I'm terribly sorry. Bah! <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would be that would be good. I'd be here for that. Well, hello and welcome to Masters of Our Domain, a podcast which is allegedly about the hit 90s sitcom Seinfeld. I'm Milo Webber, someone who's never seen Seinfeld, and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Phoebe Roy. Hello. That is all she ever says. And uh, this week we are joined uh, all the way from America by way of here... Um, it's um, America Vibes expert Kylie Brakeman How are you doing? America
1: Vibes expert Kylie Brakeman That's my new intro I'm going to tell people To bring me up on shows that way <laughs> 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 I love that I'm doing great Last day of the Edinburgh Fringe Where we currently are um, Feeling absolutely delirious But mm-hmm. uh, ready to party
0: Yeah How has it been going for you? How's how's the run been?
1: It's been good It's been good It's like mostly very positive. And then every 10 shows, I have an audience that cannot even tell if I'm doing comedy or not.
0: (laughs) Oh, I love those.
1: It's really great. I'm like, oh, I had nine good shows. Okay, this must be the one where they don't know. (laughs) (laughs) a couple of nights ago, it was like they couldn't even tell what medium I was doing. They could have been watching a cartoon. They could have been watching a play, (laughs) a news report. It, the film ghost. The film ghost really had and it had no clue what I was doing. Um, took thirty minutes for them to figure that figure it out that it mm-hmm. was comedy, and then they're like, "Oh, ha ha ha! I guess." <laughs> I think I'm laughing.
0: They got into the show in some kind of like lucky dip scenario where they weren't told what the show was in advance. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, I've had those audiences early on where they're kind of like, why aren't you Bill Burr? What's <laughs> going on here?
0: This woman is behaving very strangely.
1: She's so, why is she claiming to be some sort of character that she's not? Mm.
0: Bill Burr's let himself go, what's going on? He <laughs> looks different in real life. Let's talk
1: Burr. Let's yeah. talk Burr. <laughs> yeah.
0: I had what I think was the best show of my run yesterday. Really? But oh, great. Because I was just so mad. I got, this yeah. really, I got this really pissy review in The Scotsman that just completely misunderstood the show. Yeah. And spent the whole review complaining that the show was too intellectual and that I wasn't sentimental enough about the deaths of both my parents. And then all of this stuff. Oh my stuff. god! Oh, yeah, and that my stage persona wasn't likable, and then I just spent—I just did like a three-minute rant about it off the top of the show, which crushed. I think just because I was so genuinely furious. I
1: think uh, what I've found it like in the past week or like so is that audiences love when you tell them how tired you are, and mm. when when you can when they can tell like when things go wrong. In my show and in other people's shows, like they live for that. Like when a TV breaks, or like when you just, when you're just watching someone combust on stage, like those are the parts that crush way harder than the actual material. (laughs) Mm. It's like everyone's been watching shows for a month and they just want to see something that's like, real and actually happening
0: yeah they feel like they're seeing something truly live at yeah. that point yeah yeah and that's why crowd work always crashes, no matter how how bad it is it's
1: true it's true um, the biggest
0: I... laugh i got the other day was these two guys walked in 10 minutes late and they just sauntered up to the front really confidently walked like because there's not really a stage in my room it's just like the front of the room and to get to these seats on the front row they walked pretty much straight up to the mic <laughs> and the guy like walked straight up to the mic kind of looked me in the eye and then like swung off to a seat and i was like I've never seen two people walk in late like that confidently. It was so I was like close. it was like they thought I started early. Yeah. <laughs> like, no motherfucker, we're on time.
1: No, this is where we're supposed to be. We have no qualms about this.
0: Yeah. But the audience loved that more than the show, to be honest with you. Yeah. They were like, This is fun. No no
1: this no, this is likable.
0: You yeah, yeah. do more
1: of this. Yeah.
0: I know. And what,
1: yeah. One of my hardest laughs in one of the shows recently was one of my mustache fell off and then it fell into a puddle <laughs> of beer. And I'm like, well, I can't beat this with any written material.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you should become a slapstick comedian. Yeah.
1: Just bumbling around like the three stooges.
0: Oh, absolutely. That's what people really want. People it claim what they, want. they want clever stuff. They don't. Well actually the Scotsmen don't claim to want clever stuff. <laughs> yeah. I didn't I mean I appreciate that the review was like this show's too intelligent. <laughs> just
1: not, They're just calling you a boy genius.
0: Write a dumber show next time. Yeah. Um Do we have uh, a okay, I mean, do we
2: have any other gripes that we want to get out of the way before we uh before we get
1: going with the episode?
2: I'm just asking.
1: Kylie, how
0: are you doing?
1: How you
2: doing for gripes?
1: Um, with gripes I just want to um slam publicly the company EasyJet Mm -hmm. uh, for not refunding me. Yeah, she's
0: not afraid to say the money
1: that I'm not afraid to say This is an unpopular opinion. Budget (laughs) airlines are bad.
0: Stelios, you're on notice, mate.
1: (laughs) And they don't care about human life.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Weirdly, they do care about marsupial life, but we've never been able to get to the bottom of it. We've never
1: been able to. Nobody will ever explain why. They kept Hmm. bringing it up on this customer service call. They're like... If you're a kangaroo, we can refund you. But if you're a person, <laughs> mm. we don't give a shit. We okay, that's my gripe. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a good gripe. Good gripe. Can't, yeah. can't say fair. The yeah.
0: technically counts as a carry-on. Like yeah. An easy jet. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. That's how I got to sneak those in.
0: You got to pay for that. Um, so we're talking about Seinfeld Season 6, Episode 5, The Couch. Um, we open, as we so often do, with a bit uh, where jerry is sort of doing a baroque reverse engineering of how furniture works um which is we like to talk about jerry seinfeld's bits as though he's like a man having a kind of like nervous breakdown when confronted (laughs) with the world (laughs) and he's sort of trying to examine how things work from first principles but with with none of the contextual understanding that you would need it's kind of what happens
2: after they get released from the island on shutter island because you never find out really what happens to them but like mm. when they're trying to kind of cope with what the world is actually like, that's what that's yeah. what com- that's what comedy is. It's Shutter Island.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it is. It is. Those, those, like
2: people that. Yeah, that think, those people that you think are your, your audience, like they've been paid to be there by, yeah. by, a, by a team of like, by a team of sadistic psychiatrists.
0: And some days they tell them they're going to see a political rally or whatever it might be, just to see how that changes the dynamic. And
2: that's why they look baffled when you start telling jokes, because as far as they were concerned, they were here to see uh, Hamlet in 30 seconds.
1: This is very mm. illuminating. I feel like the whole concept of the world is being busted wide open. We've mm-hmm. really figured it out.
0: Hamlet yeah. in 30 seconds. That was the show his wife saw. Am I right? Anyway. <laughs> um, the- <laughs> Jerry's going in. Bazinga,
1: on the- <laughs> really going after oh, Hamlet. Yeah.
0: That's right. Yeah, well, I'm not afraid to say. It.
1: <laughs> and he shouldn't be.
0: Danish guy. Do you know what? He only got where he did because his dad was the king. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I'm prepared to say about how, white men, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Rule in
0: Denmark. Let's oh, talk oh, about the it. The next king of Denmark, another white man. What a surprise.
1: God, Shakespeare is cancelled. He's done. He's over.
0: Yeah, but, you know, that other guy was just trying to do some uncle representation Yeah. in the, in the Danish royal we family. and they We need more
1: uncles it. in charge.
0: We do. We do. I think that's genuinely a political view of mine. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That is very libertarian. I don't know what the, <laughs> what the sect is called here, but. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think and aunts too. We're a big fan of aunts yeah, on the show as yeah, well. Yeah, we
1: like both uncles and aunts. Like basically, okay. I, like,
2: I, want, I want a both political and economic structure, which is just like a much older person, like pressing a tenor into my
0: hand whenever I see them. Mm. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. what I want. Commenting
1: was about how I've gotten taller. We yeah. need mm. more of that from our politicians yeah
0: yeah exactly um so jerry is he's mad about love seats he's like oh uh, he's like the love seat how did that come about they were like oh well we just we'll just make the furniture smaller then they'll have to sit closer together um it, 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 I, it's just so baroque it's hard to know where to start with it <laughs> yeah, yeah. like what like what
2: like what is precisely his issue here is it the is it the idea of the smaller sofa is it the idea that people might want to sit close together is like is his vision here that the the like the sofa industry is like some kind of like kind of baby shortage trad wife that is trying to force <laughs> people to sit closer together on furniture like what's the issue here
0: the japanese government keeps making the couches smaller to force people to fuck
2: yeah, yeah. it's like what they do it's... with pandas
0: <laughs> they just put them on a really small sofa yeah
1: <laughs> just shove them together yeah mm. I I do love because, like, we're in season six at this point. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Larry David, Jerry Seinfeld have run out of general societal gripes. Yeah. Mm. And they just, like, they become more specific and less, like, universal, less like, oh, mm. we all get this. Mm. Yeah, and sometimes yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, this seems like a manufactured gripe. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. I don't, I don't like. I think I don't
0: think this is a genuine gripe. Yeah, <laughs> no, I like
1: it, he, heart, you like
2: this gripe. His heart's not in it. I don't. I don't think. Yeah.
0: Mm. And then the bit develops into him talking about the lazy boy armchair. He's like, it's the only item of furniture that insults its user. Um, which I guess that's an okay. <laughs> that's bit. pretty funny. Yeah. Well, yeah there's the right. lazy
2: Susan. That's not the. That's not the. That's pretty yeah, insulting.
0: Well, <laughs> that just insults women called Susan. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah
0: that's true which is a the very specific branding decision
1: smaller demographic can't really speak up for themselves
0: yeah oh my god i had that so um we went out with some some industry people at some point earlier in the fringe and they were talking about how much they'd loved lazy susan's show in some which was a sketch troupe in some previous year and i just went that bit where they rotated the stage was amazing. And then they all just like looked at me completely blankly. And I was like, Don't you work in the comedy industry? Come on,
2: what is this? Yeah, they worked in it- the comedy industry, not the Industrial Revolution. What
0: are you talking? <laughs> <laughs> why would
2: they know what- why would they know what that means? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, like, from, like- it's
0: from like the eighties. It's not from 1750. Like what come on? What it's, when, it's when it was invented. was it really? Mm-hmm. This I was feel like a, it was very popular in that kind of like yeah. late seventies, eighties era of kitchen gadgets.
1: Uh, bring yeah. them back. Bring back the conversation pit.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: a hole in the room where you go to talk with your pals.
0: Mm, that's yeah. all right. Let's join me. Join me in the. Uh, join me in the chat hole, <laughs> if you wouldn't mind.
1: Come with me to the gab pit.
0: Yeah, would you, like to, would you like to join me in the uh, in the chit chat trench?
1: Yeah, let's fall down the gabber well and have a conversation. <laughs> well, what you could what you could do is you could have you, you could also
2: have that as doubling up as your redneck safe space. So you just get all of your friends into a hole in your living room floor and say yeah. slurs at each other.
1: Yeah, it's a mm. it's a trapdoor you have to go through in your barn. Yeah, to to really yeah. really <laughs> to, be to safe. really get the get the full
2: mm. experience. Yeah, because because Susan was a that kind of period of time it was a kind of uh, well known like servant's name that's why it's called the lazy Susan. oh really oh, yeah because, okay. it's, oh. because it's to like it's to like indicate that your servant is like so lazy that they can't be bothered to pick up the serving bowls and kind of move them
1: around the aww. table aww yes. it's Susans. hard to get good servants these days mm. it's so hard hard to get and a just, good season yeah I don't know any Susans oh. it's just it's it's got I don't know if lazy Susan killed the name or if if we're just if we're just done with the name, but
0: yeah, my mum was called Susan. She never owned a Lazy Susan, so I'm wondering <laughs> if perhaps she was insulted by it. And was yeah. like, I'm not going to have one of these in the house.
1: I'm not. I'm not going to subject myself to this sort of kind of <laughs> mocking.
0: Yeah, no, I'm I won't sorry.
1: be mocked by a piece of kitchenware <laughs> in my own home.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, back in the day, of course, a food processor was called a Sharp, Jeremy. Your mum was a which-
2: Sue, not a. Not a Susan. I I would. Oh, say. I Very
1: didn't realize I was speaking Sue. to just deeply related to Susan's mm. folks.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're we're big we're big Susan heads. <laughs>
1: big Su- <laughs> we're big Susan heads I'm coming in hot show. with a nobody's named Susan anymore, and statistically, <laughs> seems untrue now.
2: I would say that a a, a good percentage of the mum and aunt demographic in in this country called the called, UK. Uh, called Sue. Yeah, I'm mean, talking
0: I, I about would boomers. Say, yeah. There's a lot of Sues and yeah. Susans, yeah. Yeah. I guess Boomer ours Sue.
1: is more like like Barbara or Oh yeah, uh, you see that's less something. common here, yeah. yeah. You have got to go older
0: in the UK for a Barbara. You're talking people in their like 80s maybe. That's kind of like Okay.
1: Then the that probably took a while to get across the pond.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
2: No, I, I no I I can think of a couple of like, a couple of Barbaras. The, like Let's list and all the 70s. barbaras we know. Let's list all the barbaras. <laughs> this is not this is not this is not the This is not the Barbara pod. Barbara you know, Felsinger, mm. my 5th grade teacher. <laughs> you don't get you don't
0: get barbaras anymore.
1: You know what's the deal with that? Yeah. What happened to all barbaras? the barbaras? Uh, where do they go? Are they on an island?
0: Yeah. You got Ediths <laughs> <laughs> They're around. They're not talking. <laughs> They won't tell me where the barbers went.
2: Edith has come back as like one of those like elderly Mm. names that you give to like little kids, like like Edith. I mean, you do traditionally name
0: children when they're quite small.
1: (laughs) 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 I love it. I'm
0: not gonna name this kid till he's like 10.
1: Yeah, we gotta figure out his personality. This is not an Edith.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just giving him giving him a placeholder name. Yeah. Yeah. That's a browser-suggested password. Yeah, we should just call
1: them baby until mm. they're like 10 and then we can figure it out yeah isn't that like the how you po- can that
2: switch a dog's name yes mm. isn't that the point of confirmation names though that's like let's let's work yeah, out yeah that's let's
0: definitely a kid All let's right, work out what their, what their
2: personality is like mm. Huh? Yeah. actually no, i don't i don't think it, i don't think it is please don't write in and say that is a misunderstanding of the point of yeah, confirmation catholics, names. <laughs> catholics
1: come for us Catholics, um, resp- Catholics tweeted us with what, what exactly that is.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'd love to, love to hear from the Catholic community. Yeah. Um, so Jerry and George are discussing that George has joined a book club and they're supposed to be reading Breakfast at Tiffany's. I think I, I missed why George has joined a book club. Oh, is it to meet women? That's no, what I assumed.
2: No, it's because he wants to do something intellectual. It's actually, he's, he's trying to do self-improvement. He's doing oh, self-care. Nice.
0: Trying to better himself. Yeah, uh, I love
2: that. Yeah, says I'll be
0: smarter than you quite soon, Jerry.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, no. In fact, the possibility <laughs> of meeting women at the book club like never, com- like never comes up. That's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, a
1: slightly non-horny George plotline. Yeah, is you don't always get those. No.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I relate much more to the horny ones. I think that that's uh, <laughs> yeah. you know. But I mean, self improvement, sure, if you like. Yeah, sure. Why not? Sure, Why not? you do, you George. Um, so Jerry's buying a new couch. Uh, he chooses one at uh, the apartment. Elaine comes over um, and she's asking if she can have the old couch. Um, Kramer, meanwhile, comes in and is talking about how he's going to finally start the business where people make their own pizza, which everyone's looking at, uh, you know, um, slightly confusedly. Um, and he's doing it with Poppy, the guy who you may remember from a previous episode. Returning uh, champion. His restaurant gave everyone food poisoning and it got investigated by the... Uh, health board um i i think their skepticism about this idea like people in east london would 100 percent pay to make their own pizza yeah i think this is a genius idea like i don't think it's good but i think it absolutely would make shit tons of money i think
1: it is definitely a very like 2022 idea Mm -hmm. might be a little ahead of its time but like just deconstructing things and making people like it, it is so just like that tech bro thing of reinventing what a bus is and like pitching like just pit like elon musk pitching the idea of trains like it's a new thing
0: (laughs) like i think this could
1: totally happen byot
0: yeah exactly this is um yeah i i like uh Oh, hang on, my brain has collapsed. Yeah, this is—I mean, I was once—and this is this is deep lore of the podcast. But I was once gifted a by my sister um, a sushi making class at Yo Sushi, and I'm like, Yo, I don't want to make my own sushi, and I certainly don't want to learn how yeah. to make sushi at a, at a bad sushi restaurant. <laughs> <I know. laughs>
1: There's no good sushi restaurant that's going to let you touch the ingredients. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah, and then it turned out to be impossible to book onto the sushi making. Oh my course. god! None of the restaurants actually offered it. It's like a kind of like Schrodinger sushi making course.
1: I mean, I just don't even want like if you go to a like a Blaze pizza or like, I I don't know, whatever the equivalent is where like they let you pick your own pizza toppings. Like, Mm. I don't even want to do that because I'm like, why would I think I'm smarter than the chef? I'm not smarter Mm. than a chef. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do this better. And every time I do, I'm like, cool. I love feta cheese. I love pepperoni. I love mushrooms. I love mm. pesto sauce. And I just oh. put together all the things that I love. And it doesn't taste good <laughs> together. Mm. And I just think we're giving people too much responsibility. I love
0: gummy bears. And they can't take it. Uh, <laughs> stick a few of those on. Though.
1: This is my what's the deal with that.
0: Mm. Well, this, com- this indeed comes up later in the episode. It the- does. The toppings issue. It does. Um, and then so uh, basically Elaine wants to fuck the moving man. Because he's a-, he's a big guy. And um she basically is like, Oh, can you deliver this this couch to my house, the old couch, and do you have room for me in the truck? And he's like, Yeah, sure. Um there's a lot there's a lot of flirting going on. It's classic JLD mm. being sexy. You know, we love to see it.
2: It's a very sexy episode for JLD.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um we then get a vignette of George trying to read breakfast at Tiffany's and giving up and like starting to read a TV guide. Um we then cut to Poppy's, uh, where um uh, Elaine and Jerry are having dinner because i have had some discussion about poppies before and how it's reopened and Kramer's like, the food's really good now. So they decide to go to have the duck. Kramer makes, orders the duck two days in advance because apparently you have to do that. Um, so they turn up and then she's talking about her interaction with the moving men where he's like, do you date moving men? And she's like, I do now. She's very proud of that. Hot. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's so again, hot. she can just say whatever she wants. Yeah. It doesn't. Doesn't matter. I think Elaine is moving through the world convinced that she's, she's saying shit to men that is driving them crazy when, without realizing that she just doesn't... It's not about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: she's just being, being in their vicinity.
2: Yeah. 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 Now, Elaine needs to do a privilege announcement at the start of every flirtation. Mm. She could say what she likes. She could, like, she could like go up to someone and just be like, so uh, what do you think a string? And they'd be like, oh, my God. This is amazing flirting. Mm. Let's have sex immediately.
0: Stolen man acknowledgement.
2: Stolen man acknowledgement.
0: Yeah, if you there like. You go. If you like. Um, uh, meanwhile, Jerry is very concerned that he didn't offer the moving the moving guys a, a drink. Um, and he's trying to get... He says, like, well, Elaine, when you see him again, can you apologise on my behalf?
2: This is a very Jerry, un-Jerry-like thing to worry about, actually. This is much mm. more of a Costanza-like thing to worry about, that the moving yeah, men yeah, will yeah. be angry about the... Our very own. So he's got anxiety. very own a- a- Adrian Child. Yeah. But it's interesting because we actually.
0: <laughs> yeah. Don't yes. feel familiar with Adrian Charles. I don't
1: know if I am.
0: Um. He's a oh, British God. kind of TV presenter celebrity who. I mean, I I have been obsessed with him for years, but he's recently come to greater kind of like on online prominence because he's got this column in the Guardian, and every week he just knocks it out of the park. He just writes something completely like from a perfectly frictionless mind and it's never like (laughs) it's never like bad or mean-spirited or it's just insane Mm. like it's just like i mean one of the famous headlines was delivery drivers i have a question for you would you like to use my toilet
1: (laughs) just a nice question
0: (laughs) yeah yeah, he seems like quite a sweet man. Yeah, but yeah, ev- yeah. Every week, his like he wrote one that was entirely about getting lost while going hiking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was just like about nothing.
2: Yeah. Oh my, that's great. Oh just my god, m- is Adrian Childs the act actually like the kind of the uh, Seinfeld character? Mm. Just like yeah, the Steinfeld Seinfeld of our time. He's like mm. he's the kind of yeah. He's the he's the he's the he's the Seinfeld from uh, from a world where things are nice.
0: A Column about nothing.
2: Oh, yeah, that's nice. That's I so like sweet. That. It's so like that's so that's that's so sweet. He's like yeah, because he is, and like I can't stress this enough, Kylie, because presumably you're not especially familiar with the figures of UK media, but he is genuine. <laughs> he's genuinely, I think, the least obnoxious person who is currently working in the media Aww. in the UK. That's I genuinely so nice. think that
0: it's a low bar, but he has cleared
2: it. <laughs> yeah. um, we've got a lot of obnoxious people. Oh, yeah, we have. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's not ideal. Um, So they have this weird interaction with Poppy where he's talking about how his mother was dragged away by the communists (gasps) and sent to, like, a re-education camp.
2: Okay, so I got got a question about this. I've always assumed up until this point that Poppy is supposed to be Italian, right?
1: Because he's doing... That was my big question during the monologue, is where does Hmm. this take place?
2: Was he,
0: like, Albanian, maybe?
2: But, like, okay... If you are uh, a, like, if you're an Italian man in the '90s who's like in his like 50s and 60s, and you are rapidly fixated with how you, how much you hate communists, like there's a word, there's a word for what you are. Mm. <laughs> I'm calling it. I'm calling it. Poppy is a black Say shirt. It.
0: Mm. Poppy is a
2: poppy is a black shirt. <laughs> like who? Mm. Like who's getting dragged? Big- like who in Italy is getting dragged away by the communists?
0: No one. Yeah. No one. Yeah, something's on something's go- yeah, something's going on there. Something's
2: got something's going on there, and like he's not supposed to be Albanian. Like, don't be
0: ridiculous. Benito was a greater man.
2: He's got <laughs> he's he's cool, Poppy. He's got the weird Italian accent. He's got the he's got the pizza restaurant. He's got mm. like like Audrey, his daughter, is not Albanian.
0: Albanian pizzeria is a cursed idea. It is,
2: yeah. I, I think, love that. I think there is one in Oxford, but I wouldn't go there if I were you. You, oh, will get, you, will yeah. get, you will get shot in the head.
0: Yeah, you can probably buy some pretty good cocaine there, I would imagine.
2: Yeah,
1: presumably, but I
2: wouldn't yeah. risk yeah. it
0: if I were you.
1: Yeah. I do love all the places that are serving pizza that are just deeply not Italian. Like, oh, yeah, I went into burrito and shake the other day, which is
0: a Southbridge institution.
1: A wild combination of flavors. Mm. Absolutely. A combination of flavors, which we've
0: learned Kylie cannot be trusted with. She will. She will go there. And
1: I know and I know like I am not a good judge of of flavor profiles, but I know (laughs) in my heart that this is wrong. (laughs) It's deeply upsetting. For some reason, a burger and a shake is okay. Mm.
0: Mm.
1: but a burrito and a shake that's like putting a tnt bomb in your stomach
0: yeah that that does seem like it's saving up trouble for later yeah that, yeah that does that does really Not seem Not for the faint of heart yeah you know, something, that, something a... that
2: always unsettles me is when people have a hot drink with a non-breakfast meal like people who have a hot drink with lunch
0: oh yeah yeah i think that's yeah. weird yeah you, you got to be you got to be from like midlands or further north to do that i think mm. it's like a, it's like a vibe
1: like a, like what kind of hot drink is upsetting like a like a tea, tea and a i
0: think coffee with lunch is acceptable yeah but i've seen people drink a cup of tea with dinner and that's fucked up
1: that's a little that's a little deranged for some reason, and mm. I can't put yeah. my finger on why.
0: Unless you're eating, like, Chinese food and you're drinking, like, a jasmine tea with no oh, milk sure. or something. Yeah. Oh, that, well, I'm talking that, about no, English no, breakfast that, tea that, with no milk. That's
2: different. Yeah. Like, no, no. That's a different situation entirely. Like, like Honestly, tea. honestly yeah. I'm not that Especially happy cavernated. about... I'm not that happy mm. about people having coffee with lunch. I'm working up oh, to okay. a hard you're, stance. That's
1: not... You don't <laughs> love that. <laughs> I don't love it. I don't love what it. What about iced coffee? Does that change it for you? What, mm. with lunch... Yeah.
2: No. No, 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 no. Like iced coffee is a walking around drink.
1: If you sit down with an iced coffee, then uh, there's
2: something the matter with you.
1: Oh, okay. Interesting. okay. Interesting. Okay. I actually do see that. And I think I share that.
0: Mm. It is a, it is a you drink you often have me. walking around. That's true.
1: Mm. It's, it's a walking around drink. It's a walking around mm.
0: drink. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you see, see someone with iced coffee, you're like, where you been? It's Where the, you been?
1: Where you going? For, exactly. You're on the go. Yeah. It's for a, a busy career woman. Yeah. Exactly. I love walking exactly. down the street with an iced coffee. Oh, yeah. Because mm. yeah, yeah, it yeah. implies that I need to be caffeinated to go do something. I'm very mm. busy. I've got a lot going on. Yeah. And yeah. you also look cool holding one. Yeah. You just do. It's like a cigarette for the morning.
0: Yeah. Mm. It's a busy, well, or as we call it in Europe, a cigarette. Oh, it's busy. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's a busy person's drink because you can drink it faster than a hot coffee. You don't need it to yeah. cool down. You can mm. just, you can chug that thing if yeah. you need to. Yeah. At a moment's notice. Yeah. If your beeper you goes off. You can down
1: it. Yeah, and you have to go do a heart surgery.
0: Oh shit! I'm needed over at the comedy factory.
1: <laughs> I'm needed. They need someone to do five minutes.
0: And they got some people down there who aren't chuckling. <laughs> got to get down there. Um, yeah. So then we get we get a vignette of George's now moved on to reading Cracked magazine, um, which you know I think they should talk about that at the book club. That's my <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah. We go Why back. Can't they? Yeah, we go back to the restaurant and uh, uh, Jerry's talking about we could have just stayed in and got Pekino's pizza. And then Elaine's like, I don't order from them because the guy supports all these anti-abortion movements. And and then Jerry's like, well, what if Poppy supports that? And she's like, well, I guess I wouldn't eat here either. And he's like, let's ask him. I, I really respect Jerry for going full chaos mode here. Um, this is great because you can also see how Elaine really like she sort of knows where this is going and it's like oh no now you're gonna you're gonna make me adhere to a moral principle that I actually don't want to
2: (laughs) (laughs) although although she does like she does adhere to it and she gets in a fight Mm. with him and it is also I think in this entire show this is the only moral principle that anyone has which is like a reasonable principle to stand by and that they actually do stand by it because this is because you actually, find, yeah. you actually find out a lot about the, like the internal politics of mm. each of the characters. So like, so Kramer is a uh, Kramer like kind of full utilitarian. Like he will do like, he will do and do and say and believe anything according to like, what is most like effective and like useful for him, for him personally at that time. So he's a utilitarian libertarian. Jerry sure. Is like Jerry has like no politics at all. He just enjoys other people's discomfort. So also a libertarian. Um mm. yeah. Elaine has some proper dating
0: pl- habits, libertarian.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. Let's go. <laughs> Elaine has one principle, and that's this, and that's you know, absolutely fair play. Um, and Costanza would like to have principles, but when it comes down to actually trying to formulate any, his only principle is like is, like, what strangers think of him. He doesn't care what, like, mm. the people he dates think of him. He doesn't care what his friends think of him. He doesn't care what his family sure. think of him. He cares what strangers uh, who don't matter to his life think of him. Well, yeah, very optics-oriented. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. He does have some weird, hard stances, though, Costanzo, which are usually, like, eerily correct. Mm. Like, like, well, like, the thing about, like, well, if I bought lunch, why are you taking credit for it? Like, yeah, that's kind of...
1: And that does feel like a very the political orientation of an uncle mm. like yes. just random hard stances when you have mm. otherwise no politics at all
0: mm. oh yeah that's what uncles are here for They're yeah. agents they are the jokers in the pack
1: yeah
0: <laughs> they're there to be drawn out occasionally no one really knows what they do
1: yeah and if you can't find the uncle in the room it's you
0: <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> oh i like i've been i've been an i've been the uncle in the room for a very long time i, I that's that's the point of like of aging that you get to know, you get to like a state of self awareness and that's where I am at.
1: Yeah, I'm yeah. such. An it's uncle. a peaceful place to be. <laughs> yeah, where Most- you just decide you don't like something.
0: Most of my uncles, yeah, you couldn't really tell exactly what they did for a living. Like, you'd see them kind of a few times a year, and every time they'd turn up in like a different car that was commensurate with a different level of doing well to the point where you were never quite sure what, like, you know, yeah. like one Christmas it's a Mercedes, the next Christmas it's a Vauxhall Astra. You're like, what's going on yeah, here? You know, I
1: have no clue what yeah. any of my uncles believe in. Mm.
0: Yeah, exactly. No chance. No, and, and you shouldn't know. There, there are I would no rather board.
1: not know. There uh, is one who I know the actual opinions are gonna be tough if we ever find them out. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a tough Christmas.
0: Yeah, they're are they're, they're Delphic Oracle shit. Um so we uh basically then then the, the fight ensues in the restaurant and then Elaine Elaine storms out. Various other women also storm out having overheard it. Um and also then... I love
1: that. Yeah, I, they I, yeah, were no, not talking I... very loud. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah but they but they've been
2: but they've but they've been listening um it like i've obviously seen this episode very many times but i gotta say like now watching it and like her big like kind of sassy clapback, which is who gives me the right the supreme court that's who it did like give a, me a bit of a Oh no.
1: Oh my I know. I was like Oh boy. Oh no.
0: Foreshadowing. Oh Oh
1: no. Boy. They actually they they did it. They oh. figured it out. Oh, boy. They had a 40 year plan in motion and they, and it worked. <laughs> but yeah, this is the mm. thing like the like cuz when
2: like later on in the episode somebody says like we're going to get enough people in supreme court to change that law yeah. it's like why what why didn't we listen to this like seeded bit of information that was in, buried within this episode of a network sitcom in 1994 i
1: know and i mm. like i cannot believe what it 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 what, it took a shockingly pro abortion stance mm. for the, like it seemed like the episode was like like the ethos behind it was very like pro yeah which is cool it's very and cool like you're definitely supposed to think
2: that like that like poppy is like an idiot and a maniac and like an yeah. I- like a kind of obnoxious yeah. ideologue and like he says like oh there can be no debate and he just like starts going like starts going on about his presumably fascist mother um
1: yeah you know yeah. what
2: i don't even i don't even care at this point like his mother was a fascist so i don't care what happened to her it's fine um yeah yeah, I don't care what happened to this fictional fascist mother. But yeah, she's fine. It's like yeah. it's it's not nothing at all for a network sitcom that was broadcast all over the states to have this extremely strong and extremely un kind of like unsqueamish and un um like unapologetic. Yeah, it's lo- just kind of like, like,
1: like harmless abo- abortion jokes. Yeah. That are R. like in favor that right. are not like icky that are not like it's not even really shock value no not it's at all It's like because normally it's like blah 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 abortion mm. yeah yeah mm. and this is just like it is just the setup you're
0: listening to SiriusXM <laughs> <laughs> Redneck Comedy Hour Redneck
1: Pit Hole in the Morning <laughs> abortion <laughs> aborted babies
2: <laughs> yeah it's like it, it's like I think it is like culturally like quite a big deal that it's just in there with absolute yeah yeah, like she doesn't like say oh well you know like uh i guess like there's like a right to choose like she's completely just like no 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 that this is my line this is like this is my moral line this is like yeah and this is like and it's presented as a completely reasonable and and good and decent principle to have like and she actually and jerry
1: isn't even conflicting
2: no no no, jerry's not like Mm. oh well i guess like you know we don't eat like we don't know whatever. but like and if you compare this i know i'd like spend a lot of time on this show like saying like oh friends could never but like because friends is a show about people living in suburbia that just so happens to be set in new york yeah (laughs) so like when one of them gets pregnant with somebody who they are not in a relationship with at the age of, like, 29 or something, it doesn't even come up that, like, there is a possibility that she could not be pregnant anymore. She just goes, okay, well, how are we going to, like, work out the co-parenting? Like, it just, it literally doesn't come yeah. up. And yeah. then there's, like, a storyline later on where, like, they, um where they, like, adopt the, like, the teenage pregnancy girl's child or twins or whatever. And again, like, the idea that this, that it's not, maybe that great that this teenager has apparently been forced to continue with an unwanted pregnancy. It just doesn't come up. And yeah like Got that
0: great line though about how Joey doesn't share twins. <laughs> that
1: was yeah. yeah,
2: it's a good it's a good line. You can't, well, you those can't classic call the writers lines. room. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I don't know. It's just like the bit the line about the Supreme Court I think made like made me a little upset to be honest with you. Now nah, like what like watching it now. But I think it's I think it's such a big deal like that 30 years ago that, that, that there was just this absolutely, uh, yeah, absolutely no holds barred. This is the position of this character. This is the position of this is the position of the show. There's no like, there's no like kind of like Weasley, mealy mouth, like kind of, oh, well, like maybe in like, you know. In, yeah, like, they don't need like, to say why. Maybe they if just it's do like it. not her fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. And I think that that's, I think that that's like, really good and something to be just like hugely respected in both the bravery of of, of the writers and the creators for it. and to like turn it into like a like a really funny plot line like I know we don't normally talk about anything serious on the show because why would we but I do think it's I do think it's important I think it's important yeah. To, and to the pray wound is up. fresh yeah. the wound is very
1: fresh yeah,
2: so i could imagine i could ima- imagine it to be
1: uh yeah i got dinner with someone in like i was in this random group of i was in london like mm. a, a month ago and i got i was in having dinner with like this random assortment of people and i don't remember what country this girl was from but she was like I was like talking about i don't know how it got onto politics i really and i mm. wish it hadn't but
0: <laughs> so <laughs> often the way i was like it?
1: how did this happen we are all strangers to each other and i was like oh yeah i mean the abortion thing it's it's tough you like can't get one and then she was like wait but yes you can and i was like no in half the states you can't and then she was like no those are just extremists you can still get one and I'm like, this is my country. <laughs> this is my country that I'm talking about. And then she was like, oh, yeah, well, I kind of love Trump a little bit. And this is like a gay woman with like who loves smoking weed. And I'm like, what is the demographic of person? I'm calling
0: Canada. <laughs> I- <laughs> Canadian vibes being exuded. Here.
1: Yeah. We're just like, let's just we love him. He's a businessman still. You don't have to love him anymore. No. It was so long ago. Why bring it up?
0: He made a beautiful deal. (laughs) Beautiful
1: deals.
0: I reckon Trump's probably paid for some abortions in his time. (laughs) (laughs) Many, many, many. In in some ways. Uh, Yeah. Like,
2: honestly, I don't think there's any even particular evidence that Trump is anti-abortion like no not really like every so often he says stuff he like oh about. well like this is no. you know this is obviously like not ideal it's like it's almost like he's had like a Mike Pence in his ear just saying like okay now you gotta say like abortion is bad and he's just like I is like okay cool whatever yeah, I'll how say does anything. that relate
0: to Graydon Carter I'm not <laughs> I, if it's not a criticism of Graydon I'm not interested he'll
1: say yeah. anything he'll say anything yeah. he doesn't care no, he he has no much like some of the characters on this show, he does not have a political orientation. No, he
2: doesn't.
0: Yeah.
1: He doesn't. Like I think this is literally true. I think that
2: he's like I think he's genuinely the only apolitical political figure. Yeah. He's yeah.
0: dark Costanza. Do all is. of his bugbears entirely relate to like personal beefs.
1: Yeah. And if Costanza had money, he would yeah. be Donald Trump. You know what? Yeah.
2: You're not gonna like this. He's a dark uncle.
1: A dark uncle, <laughs> a sinister uncle.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: you can choose to be an uncle of the light or an <laughs> uncle of the dark. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, one of those, like, um, you know, dark origin story movies that they do now, just called Uncle. Yeah. It's got some, like, spooky music playing. It's
1: the Joker, but for uncles. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I got this tan? <laughs> um. Yeah, so we cut to the cafe. Jerry and George are discussing whether or not George has read the book, and George hasn't. He's like, "Why don't you just rent the movie?" Um, and then Kramer comes in, and he's like, "What did you do to Poppy? You did something to Poppy. He's in the hospital." Yeah, um,
2: fuck Kramer for this. Like seriously, like seriously, fuck Kramer for his like for his pro Poppy line. Well,
0: I don't think he Kramer
2: doesn't Kramer know is what a collaborator. Happens.
0: Kramer just knows that Poppy's in the hospital. Like that's what I took from this. So I guess, but but also, why is he in the hospital? That's never explained.
2: Because he has a gastro a gastrointestinal, uh, a gastrointestinal disorder, which the stress of um of the all abortion. these people walking out okay is, supposed to, have, like, death, uh. is supposed to have like <laughs> tr- is supposed to have like triggered it. So he's got IBS. Poppy has anxiety.
0: Yeah, Poppy is hot girl coded. <laughs>
1: Hot girl coded. He's got
0: he's got IBS. Uh you know, he's got some troubling political. Kind of bisexual coded.
1: I've noticed on the internet it is now like hot bisexual IBS are now like linked in such a way. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. An alliance has been formed. An
1: alliance has been formed with the political factions of bisexual hot girls and gastrointestinal distress.
0: Mm. Yeah. People who love to shit. That's what people are always saying about hot girls. Yeah. You know?
1: They love pooping.
0: That's why you don't see many of them around because they're just in the in the toilet. Always
1: pooping. That's why girls go to bathroom, go to bathroom together. (laughs) (laughs) Girl go to bathroom together together to have IBS. (laughs) Um well,
2: remember the not just the iced coffee is the walking around drink, it's also the hot girl walking around drink
0: we know what iced coffee does and we
2: know what iced coffee does
1: you know i think we're finding some things out (laughs) i think we're drawing (laughs) some cause and effect links that's
0: where where you're walking to is the toilet
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) always on the go
0: yeah that's right i need to to toilet yeah yeah that's right um right so (laughs) then uh fucking elaine is with uh the moving guy um she she says something about her shampoo. I've just written the word shampoo. I can't remember what exactly the comment was now. She
2: says that she's managed to make a bottle of shampoo last for a year and she shampoos her hair every day. Which she shouldn't mm. do. She shouldn't do. Not with her curl yeah. pattern. Not with her curl pattern. I'm actually really worried mm. about her. She no, be-
1: that's a pro um hair industry. Yeah, mm. talking point that she's spouting because yeah. you're not actually supposed to. No, no, no. And she should be,
0: co- she should, should be. She should be. She should
1: be. She should be co-washing. Yeah. What's Elaine Poopin'
2: like? Yeah. Well, since Elaine is the hottest girl on the planet, I assume yeah. she's on a kind of hour rotation schedule. That's, yeah, she's got yeah, to take
0: imodium so. so. just to live a normal life.
1: Yeah, she's like, God, like, I can't imagine what Tyra Banks goes through on a daily <laughs> basis. If yeah, that's I, a I, bowel I, turnover that God, she's got.
0: This is just reminded me of a friend when I was 17. We went to the Reading Festival, which is like a music festival. And, um, and the toilets there are notoriously disgusting. And my friend was like, I'm, we were there for like five days. And he was just like, I'm just not going to take a shit for five days. And I'm like, how are you going to do that? And he just took Imodium every day. Oh,
1: my God. Um, I can't. I'm just walking around and oh, dancing on day and then, five. And
0: then on the Monday when he got home, he realized his mistake.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: and I, I, think, I think he had one of the worst experiences of all time
2: yeah
1: that's horrific
2: Milo yeah. you'll be delighted to hear that there is a storyline much later on in Seinfeld about Costanza refusing to use a disgusting bathroom
0: and uh, having a similarly bad time once again I've predicted Seinfeld my only superpower <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah and then the guy the mover guy says he hasn't got any furniture in his flat feels too much like work pretty funny mm,
1: hilarious yeah yeah
0: um poppy meanwhile is receiving from kramer uh this gift that uh jerry and elaine sent him which is some wine and like some sort of chili or something yeah and he's it's like, this chili is a sick joke he's offended i have a gastrointestinal disorder I, I how the fuck does he possibly think they know that he has a gastrointestinal disorder this this element of the plot this is right.
2: also kramer's fault because kramer mm. should know that his um business partner has this issue and should it have advised them against this particular gift? Yeah. Kramer was a whole go-between here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This whole hospital plot line kind of just zipped right over my head as I was watching it. <laughs> I couldn't, couldn't track it.
0: It's pretty high-level stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough, you know? Um, meanwhile, at the apartment, Elaine comes in. And she's like, I'm in love. He's great. He's the one. Um, Jerry's like, did you remember to- apologise about me not offering a drink. She's like, I forgot. And then she's like, you know, it's great. He doesn't play any games. And then Jerry's like, what are his use on abortion? And I'm like, Yes, Jerry.
1: Yeah.
0: This <laughs> <laughs> is a fucking this is this is this is dark In-sticking. Jerry in this episode. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And then and then and then she's like, Well he's he must be fine with it. And he's like, How do you know? And she's like, he's just so good looking. Now I I needn't have written Milo in my notes here, but I just
2: We know it's there. It's in the ether at this point.
0: There's a lot of conversations I have with Phoebe where I'm like, she's hot, don't ruin this for me.
1: (laughs) Please don't. Don't Don't, ask her anything. Don't point out an
0: annoying aspect of her personality I'm already aware of and I'm trying to. God,
1: I wouldn't
2: even make as big a deal out of it if at least they were as hot as you seem to think they are. (laughs) (laughs)
1: you don't think they're up to code I
2: don't think they're up to code like like, yeah like if we're building
0: regs issues yeah like if we're
2: trying to like kind of plot it on a graph the level of hot they'd have to be before how annoying they always are
1: yeah Yeah. it's It's tough you're gonna have to be yeah you're gonna have to be upping
2: it on the hot crazy matrix I think. Yeah, I, I was
1: with a himbo, I which was uh, not a term back when I was 18 years old, and I was with this you himbo. Had to
0: backform this.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and he believed that birth control caused autism, mm-hmm. but I was like, we're in, both. In
0: who? <laughs> yeah, I know. That it gives you autism as an adult 10. woman.
1: <laughs> like who? The baby that you're not going to have because of yeah. the birth control. <laughs> mm. Um, it didn't make any sense, uh, but I looked past it mm-hmm. because I was a child. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, oh, a himbo. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough to see past mm-hmm. it. Look, uh, look.
2: We've all we've all done it. We've all done it. We've all chosen yeah. to understand either a stupid or offensive view as something entirely different, depending on their yeah. Ni-
1: yeah, your boyfriend's nice like.
0: You take birth control, and I believe that causes autism, and then you're like, "Wait, I can't tell if you're joking."
1: Yeah, yeah, and I just kind of went, "No, it doesn't," and then we made out. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I was trying
0: to do a joke about autism there, and then I, it was too baroque,
1: <laughs> <laughs> too high level for me.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think anyway. I, I think what's happened there is I failed. I failed to put the necessary premise explanation in the joke, um, and then. It's my fault as a comedian. Hey, uh, hey, that's plan, that's so. okay. That's okay. Yeah. Um, I've yeah. got
1: two brain cells left, and
0: oh mate, I think I'm down at one.
1: All I can watch are the Three Stooges.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I w- yeah. I w- all I, I can I comprehend.
2: W- I once had a thing with a very, very good-looking bloke whose uh, who's in whose his little personality quirk was he liked to uh, he liked to quote from films that he liked always completely out of context it would never be a kind of i have thought of a quote that fits the situation he would just say a line from it but it was Was just completely unprompted like always unprompted
1: like you're just having a conversation and then he said i've always depended on the kindness of strangers
0: yeah
2: like or pretty much that but like yeah like 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 a response so if i sort of said like, are okay, you making so like coffee and he's
0: like the greatest trick the devil ever pulls?
2: <laughs> yeah. That that like that kind of level okay, and yeah. like and yeah. if there was like a silence, he would like say a line from one of his favorite films. But what he would do is he would understand the kind of the stylistic and tone parameters, but he wouldn't do an exact quote. So you was have, just vaguely
1: so, approximating.
2: Yeah. So you'd have to kind of guess what film he was doing based on like the rough kind of shape <laughs> to of the word detective work. and
1: also like the kind of the voice he
2: was doing. And I cannot stress enough he could not do voices. So like all of his voices sound like sounded like Napoleon Dynamite. Um but this was fine because most right, of okay. his quotes were also from Napoleon Dynamite.
1: Yeah, okay. I was wondering what the genre was because there is a genre of family guy and South Park quoting he, men. Oh he was definitely oh. a family guy he was definitely okay. a family guy guy but again so i kind of thought they had gone extinct by now but but again it wasn't no, i think they're, they're still around. here it they're was here. oh they're they're still no, 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 here. they're, they're back, they
0: walk among us. They're back.
1: <laughs> but yeah again it wouldn't be a
2: quote it would be kind of like he would like indicate what he was doing by like say for example if he was doing family guy he would say oh Put the dish, put the dish back where you found it, Lois, and so you'd know that it was supposed no. to be a Family Guy. But at least he's giving context clues. But it actually, wasn't a Family Guy quote, um, and it reminded me a ton of this. Uh, you know, you know when you're a kid and you make friends with other kids on holiday. Yeah, this is a thing no. that you did. No, when yeah, like on vacation or camp. Yeah, or- if you're like no, if you're like on holiday with your parents and there are like other families staying there and you like pal up with the kids. And then your yeah. parents are like, no, because this means that we have to be friends with their parents. Oh my God, what have you done? Um, or maybe mm. that might just be my parents. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's not clear. Um, but yeah. I once met this, I once met this girl when I'm um, on holiday with my, with my parents who liked to do impressions of her favorite Disney characters. Um, but she Uh-oh. was, again, she was not, she was not a skilled impressionist. And like, I know that this is like maybe mean cause she was seven, but like, this is, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm a harsh critic. Cause this is like my, like my whole area. Um, and what she would do is she would do an impression and say like who was that supposed to be and you would say I don't know and then she would tell you but she would phrase it as a question so that then when you obediently guessed it she would be like yeah see I'm great at impressions
1: (laughs) because you solved uh, her riddle because you solved her brilliant riddle and cracked her brilliant
2: code and then like yeah like Mm. years and years later when I met this guy and he also did like quite a similar thing um uh and I was like, Yeah, this is like this is fine because you are
0: just
1: so so good looking. So I get it. I do get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah no fair enough
1: and good for that child for getting started on her snl reel really <laughs> early. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah exactly exactly yeah do you have to be good at impressions to do them on snl absolutely not
2: no no god no no but you just have to be like partly aware of who you're supposed to be doing an impression of and maybe have somebody else like say the name of the person you're doing the impression of just yeah to, and then just you could be, be
1: anybody
0: We recently discovered that I've been doing an impression of uh, the British comedian James Acaster on my other podcast for so long (laughs) that we had a whole bunch of American listeners who didn't realize he was a real guy. They thought he was a character I had invented,
1: just an imaginary friend named famous comedian James Acaster.
0: <laughs> but but what was even funnier was that people would regularly like guests on the show, or whatever, would say like that's a really good Acaster impression, and then and then people were still listening to this thinking like it was some kind of incredibly baroque bit where like everyone was in on it, like including <laughs> guests, and everyone was pretending to know everyone who this man was.
1: Briefed on it before the show, of like okay. We're going to yeah. bring up this guy, James A. Castor. He's fake. Yeah, um, yeah. Just pretend
0: you know what this is. And because he's fake, it is a great impression. Yeah. If it's a guy I've made up, that's what he sounds like. I get to I decide. I do
1: incredible impressions of people I've made up. <laughs> of people who don't exist. Uh, hello. <laughs> I'm phony baloney. <laughs> I'm <sorry.
0: laughs>
1: which is my phony baloney impression. It's just
0: those New York Italian comedians being like, anyway, yeah. so that's what my grandmother sounds like.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. no, Jimmy, you can't die. Your grandma could be Albanian. She could be anything. She could be, <laughs> and yeah. we just have to believe
0: you. When I was
1: murdered by the communist I... Yeah. Yeah. just, just like, just how hot
2: would would she have to be, uh, for well, you the to communist be able
0: to grandma? No,
2: no, no. no. Just, the, just this this made up <laughs> character for you to be yeah. able to tolerate her views on Macedonia.
0: Oh, I don't know. Awesome. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty open to whatever on Macedonia. To be honest, I don't have a firm stance. Yeah, on them. I
1: don't. I don't. I've never developed an opinion. Yeah, but I could be swayed in either yeah. direction. Whoever yeah, has the so. most compelling argument.
0: Yeah, I've not, I've not got a strong strong opinion on Macedon, but I'm prepared no. to. Uh, you know.
1: But I could form one.
0: Yeah, sure. Why not? If I if I had a chat to Phil, yeah. I'm sure he could you know give me some thoughts about it. Um, so we get the video store. George is there. He's trying to rent breakfast at Tiffany's. Their only copy they have is out. The guy who is, runs the video store is Pat Oswalt. It's Pat Oswalt. Very it's
2: very, very young Pat Oswalt.
0: Yeah. Um, and then so he's like, well, who has it? And he's like, I can't tell you that. And then George like sneaks a look around at the screen, gets the guy's address. And then I, I was like head in hands at this point. Like we all know what's going to happen <laughs> here. Um, so it he goes around to this guy. It's this guy called Joe Temple. Um, and, uh, he's like, yeah, look, I need to, I need to watch Breakfast at Tiffany's. You have it. Um, and then at Jerry's apartment, Poppy comes around so that Jerry can pay him for the duck. Uh, and then he leaves, he like, he pees himself on Jerry's sofa basically as well.
1: Yeah. Happens. Which, okay. When I was watching this, I could not figure out how the pee spot was made just like from a production standpoint. Cause mm-hmm. it didn't mm-hmm. look real. It looked like a weird, like circle added later or something. Mm. It just seemed like it was hovering above the couch. It didn't have Mm. any, like, pee appearance to it.
2: Oh, because of the kind of the Mm. weird penumbra that it had around it? Is that what you mean? It was
1: like, yeah, it was like a perfect circle of Mm. pee that just felt... It it felt it felt it broke me out of it because I'm like, how did they do the pee? It doesn't look real. We're
0: doing moon landing photo shit on Seinfelds <laughs> yeah. like now nah, that there's no way this is real. There's piss.
1: no way. Come, there's maybe, no way. but
0: not piss. No, not piss. <laughs> I've seen piss stains. Okay, I've seen
1: piss, and they yeah. don't follow a perfect circle.
0: I've seen piss.
1: I've seen piss. <laughs> I've seen piss. <laughs> I want to talk this? to the art department.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who made this piss? <laughs> It's going to be Bill Clinton. Believe me, I've seen. I piss. not
1: have sexual relations with that piss. That's not anybody. That was an impression <laughs> was of a like
0: different character. Bill
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a different American president I made up.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: name President Cheeto. Well, that's we d- right. we, d- we don't know what like
2: McKinley sounded like. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: no, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Grover example. Cleveland, for yeah. example.
1: Yeah, those are all up for grabs. They're all up for grabs,
2: impression-wise.
0: Grover Cleveland sounds made up. Yeah. Every yeah. time I hear about that Grover guy, i like, that's Cleveland. not a real name.
1: You mean like a cartoon bear from <laughs> the 60s? Yeah. That's who I think that is. Epic yeah. burn of Grover Cleveland. <laughs> yeah,
0: they, they, lo- they loved uh, geographical names back in the day. Yeah. They did. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, so then we've got... Uh, Oh, right. Yeah. So George is, George is at this guy's house watching, trying to watch Breakfast at Tiffany's and he's explaining, well, I couldn't finish the book because of the pink eye. And then the guy's like, well, I was going to wash it with my daughter. And then she comes home and she's and he's like, this is George Costanza. Do you mind if he watches Breakfast at <laughs> Tiffany's with us? Which is quite sweet.
2: Yeah, yeah it is it's nice. Really sweet. Like, like Joe is like Joe is a good guy. Costanza does Joe dirty, I think
0: yeah yeah It's it's Kata- and, and you can see that Costanza kind of wants this to be a nice thing he wants to befriend these people but he just mm. his personality prevents him from doing so yeah um uh um Elaine and the mover are like making out in his truck they only hang out in his truck I'm not <laughs> this is <Yeah>. interesting scenes <laughs> I anyway. love it
1: they're like let's just pick one location
0: <laughs> yeah he doesn't exist outside of the truck yeah they've not got the budget we spent all that on the fake piss
1: yeah and the, not to spoil jumping ahead, the circus scene looked <laughs> like <laughs> that Wait, seemed what? to where a circus
0: scene? Are you the winding me
1: Did I? I know what happened. Did you I watch, autoplayed did you watch the, three episodes of Seinfeld the, uh, after this. Did you watch the opening
2: of the next episode? Yeah. Oh yeah, yep, that's I what, think yep, I did. That's, okay. That's what, that's, okay,
0: okay, well, spoiler
2: alert for your next episode. Oh, for, like, for, like, oh, was,
0: am I having a stroke?
2: <laughs> <laughs> like for like for a minute, I thought you were well, the circus scene. For a minute, mm. I thought you were doing a bit because it sounded like it sounded like you know my you, my love, I've told you about my robot bit, right? Your robot bit. Yeah, if you start if you're starting to watch a film that you don't particularly want to watch, you say to the person you're watching it with, like, okay, so uh, like. I don't know who it is, but like one of them turns out to be a robot. Guess, guess which one, um, mm. and then like it just massively colours the way that people <laughs> people deal with like any film.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. Quite good. Just, just the star of the list. Being it. Yeah,
1: like-, like one of these people.
2: Yeah, one can't of them. Figure it one out. Of them. Them. Yeah, so I th- that's what I thought you were doing. I thought you were doing like a kind of oh yeah, like
1: the circus scene. Oh um, no, so no, this is just, me. Just this is me lying on my couch at four in the morning, having who all episodes of TV just morphing into one. I was also watching. I was going back and forth between Seinfeld and mm. the show How to Build a Sex Room oh, on Netflix. <laughs> Are we familiar with How to Build a Sex Room? I, I see room
0: um, is a sex room if you're brave enough. I that's know. I, I, know. Yeah. I saw the
2: ad- um, I saw the advert for it. And I was like, oh my God, I want to watch that. And my partner was like, just watch that when I'm out. And I just haven't got around to it.
1: (laughs) It's a completely asexual show Mm -hmm. about like married people's kinks. Yeah. Where they're talking about it in a very clinical way. It's like hosted by this interior designer, just like small older British woman, like who who just designs sex rooms. The rooms are deeply unsexy. They have like, um, like they have like all this bondage mm-hmm. stuff and like toys yeah. and like whatever you'd expect, mm. but it's designed like a home goods or like a TK max. Like, oh, I don't know nice. if they have home departments, but, um, deeply, uh, if you're looking for an asexual sex experience, um, it, it is there. But this is, this yeah. is
2: amazing. Cause this well, sound this sounds like a kind of like an attempt to raunch up changing rooms. Um, yeah. yeah, which Carol I really Carol Smiley
0: yeah. brackets horny. Uh, um, yeah, there's. A, I think that's a deeply British energy. I don't know if you've ever seen British pornography.
1: But no, it's
0: incredible. Like mm. particularly <laughs> British pornography from the nineties. <laughs> yeah, like, there was this guy called Ben Dover. I mean, I presume not his real name. Uh, but incredible. Who made a bunch of and the, and it's just like it's just so funny. Like loads of it is like him the the concept is that like are oh, these women like right in to bend over and they're like oh yeah my husband doesn't fuck me anymore like come around to my house but it's like <laughs> this is like 90s like vhs porn and he turns up at these women's houses He's like, oh yeah yeah let's have a look at you then yeah oh yeah you're a right slag aren't you and it's just like <laughs> yeah. the whole thing is like so unsexy but it's like you're just pissing yourself watching just it. it's waiting great. it's a great watch
1: i also the show naked attraction mm. um mm. i Also very clinical, like very, Very like, you're just seeing parts and bits of people, but like, there's no like, oh, yeah, (laughs) it's just kind of like, okay, there's a penis. Yeah. And we're examining it like a doctor would. What I always liked about, what I liked about naked attraction
2: is how like, cheerfully disgusted by the human body the presenter is. Like, like, she's not like, she's not like shaming anyone. It's more that she's just like, ugh. Look at oh, it's all oh they're all horrible. I don't I don't like them. I don't like them.
1: Mm. when they make them shake. They're yeah, like, just wave it just around a little it,
2: bit. Have a little jiggle. Um, speaking of British porn, um, I'm very okay. aware that we're like we're kind of cl- mm. r- running close to time a little bit. But um, mm. so tomorrow I am uh, going on friend of the sh- friend of the show Low Culture Boyle to talk about uh, talk about razzle and specifically like British porn in general, but like specifically okay, right, razzle. Yeah. Um, Great magazine really happy really happy that I articles that, that like of all the things <laughs> that people apparently associate with me like being like a kind of razzle expert is like is one of them i'm not i'm not that happy about this um
0: yeah, you've made your own bed and now you're gonna lie in it, Phoebe Roy.
2: <laughs> so, so, so it would seem. Um yeah. And so, um, so Razzle
0: enthusiast.
2: So Amber managed to get herself an old copy of Razzle from right, um, okay. from eBay that we're that we're going to be mm. discussing, and it's absolutely amazing. Like I had this whole thing planned about how I was like gonna like gonna be talking about like the very particular and weird relationship that like. That the Brits have with like sexuality and expressions of sexuality and porn and like and porn and like baudiness and like all of this stuff. But I actually don't need to because all I need to do was read out the front of this magazine which just says he pulled my knickers down in the pub. And that is an explanation of the British relationship to pornography, like and sex <laughs> and sexuality. It's all just there in that one perfect sentence.
0: Phoebe, did I did I ever tell you about the the girl I went on a date with who um, we somehow mentioned this this pub by London Bridge called the bunch of grapes and she was like oh I've been fingered in that pub <laughs> and, then I, and I was like how did that come about she's like well I was dating this guy for a while who was really into fingering me in public and I was like what. And she was like, Yeah, no, like sometimes I like, I'd just be at the bar ordering a drink and he's just like he just like come up behind me and just like kinda like the syrup just with just a finger. <laughs> oh, like, <laughs> was, like not in the like, bathroom. Yeah, and like, she was like, and I just have to sort of like keep my composure while talking to the barman.
1: I was a, a server at a restaurant that was like, It's deeply six PM. Like it is not a, a seedy club at all. Yeah, but it's there wasn't even six
0: oh one. No. <Yeah. laughs> it
1: is six PM on the dot.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And they sit in the very back, like the only tiny booth. And like, I came to take their order and they were just fully, <laughs> he was fully hands inside her. And I'm like, this is a.
0: Both hands. Yeah. Both hands. <laughs> like, yeah. As though he's <laughs> like mid clap. <a> <laughs> just like inserted. He's, like yeah. a
1: marionette. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah. <laughs> she, she, He's doing ventriloquism for the order. Yeah. She's
1: like, I do want to order something. Yeah. <laughs> um. You mm-hmm. can't be doing that in a brightly lit restaurant pub. I understand. No. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not
2: too sold on the on the pub idea either. You have told me At this story, Milo.
0: Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I'm sure. Um, I, I'm sure. I told you it immediately. I'm you, sure. I, I think, think. I think you might have said. I left I think, that woman's house and I was like. I think you might have text, I think you
2: might have texted me like literally while she was in the bathroom
1: about <laughs> this
2: thing that just, just uh, happened. Like, my little kind of mini- This MIDI is an
1: emergency, yeah. I can't yeah. sit yeah. on yeah. this. To, like,
0: to be fair to this woman, she was acknowledging that it was odd. She was like, yeah, I don't really know what all that was about. Um, she wasn't yeah. being like, yeah, like, don't don't you finger women yeah, at the bar? Yeah, like, like, like,
1: wink, my old boyfriend right. used to do this. Hint, yeah. hint. Yeah, if you're yeah. not up
0: for... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you, sorry, maybe it to wasn't order a, a test. Pint while not getting fingered? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Look, not like, no, like I, I normally. He,
2: focus. <laughs> normally, he waits until the end of the date before he like before he before he does this. But like sometimes it's just necessary just to kind of just sort of start shining the friend lamp into the sky, and I see it, and it's like, uh oh, <laughs> date yeah, exactly. date emergency time.
0: Yeah. Oh, we've had a lot of those over the yeah, years. Yeah, um, yeah, I just, I really, they come out of the woodwork for me. I just, <laughs> I really, I've I've seen some shit. Um. So, uh, yeah, she's with the mover in the truck and then she's, they're supposed to be like, yeah, I think about you all the time, or whatever. And then and then Elaine decides to ask mm-hmm. about the abortion thing. She's like, oh, yeah, my friend just got pregnant by a troglodytic half brother <laughs> <laughs> and she's and she's having it terminated. And then, and then he just goes, one day we'll get enough people on the Supreme Court to change that law. And then it just cuts to Elaine, who's just like weeping.
1: <laughs> yeah. Which
0: <laughs> is great. The perfect emotion when you find out that you can't, you can't yeah. keep dating someone hot. Yeah, it's tough. Mm. Yeah. It's tough. The worst. Having, having to come to that realization. Um, back, at, back at George, uh, who's with the family trying to watch just breakfast at Tiffany's, he asks if they've got popcorn. They're like, Where do, what do you think this is? And he's like, lots of people keep it in the house. It's one of those things where, again, like George is like sort of right, but also shut up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, "Here are some nuts," and George is like, "Oh, great nuts." Um, he tried to get him turn the lights off for the movie, and then they're like, "The lights are fine." Um, I'm a lights on movie. I find watching a movie in a completely dark room it kind of strains my eyes, to be honest.
1: Yeah, it gets a little depressing too. I'm like, mm. I, I just want, I, I want, I want to see, I want, I want it to be like we're awake. We're not like. Like, yeah. no matter what it is, if you're at home and the lights are off and you're watching a movie, it feels like divorced 3 a.m. energy, like mm. no matter what time it is.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah There's, so, there's cool
2: something about you. kind of sitting in like a kind of pool of light with like the kind of the darkness closing in around you that just makes you think,
1: eh, did I
2: need yeah. to see this that much? Mm.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Was this a great decision? Yeah. Um, Kramer, meanwhile, is explaining to Poppy his idea for a cucumber pizza in the uh in the kitchen and and, the, and he's like and he's like, you can't put cucumber on a pizza and he's like why not and he's like well it's not it's not right it won't be good and then he's like well it's up to the people choose their own toppings he's like no the people cannot choose toppings on this there can be no debate
1: <laughs>
0: hard stance gotta, yeah yeah turns into a big argument um it, it
2: turns into a big argument when they're like arguing about when a pizza is a pizza And um, yeah Poppy says that it's a pizza as soon as you put the toppings on, and Kramer says it's not a pizza until it comes out of the oven. Eh, nice, it's nice, nice little
0: interesting taxonomic, nice little
2: know. analogy.
0: Can you step into the same river Tri- twice? Type debate that. Yeah,
2: no, it's yeah. Sp- it's supposed to be the abortion debate, Miley. You do- you do understand this, right?
0: Oh, I didn't pick up on that at the, all.
2: The the
1: life where does life begin? Yeah. The, that's what it's yeah, supposed yeah, to conception. be. It's like, hey, I, or... do, I
0: do understand that now, but okay. I didn't. Yeah. It, no, it was just such a silly thing that it did not even register as a metaphor to no, me.
1: No,
2: that's what it's that's what the fight is supposed to be about. It's about like at what point does it become a pizza? Like where does the life of the pizza right, begin? Okay.
0: Yeah. It doesn't is isn't really Makes sense when applied to a pizza, but um, yeah, yeah, I shoot. It like I think almost that's, does. That's what made me think that it was just like one of those random things that Seinfeld does, like like people eating chocolate bars with a knife and fork. Like there are some people who don't yeah. believe it's a pizza until the to the it down, has. You know, a, no, it's a, but, yeah. it's a,
2: yeah, it's one a, of those little random Seinfeld scenes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, where yeah. they're quirky and mm. no, it has a, it has a, a, a meaning that's tied to the. Everyone just wants a quirked up Jerry. Yeah,
0: it doesn't, um, yeah. So Joe Temple's wife comes back and finds George with the two of them weeping at the film, um, and then she starts telling them about their friend Duncan who's in the hospital dying. And then George is like, "Do you mind? I'm trying to watch the movie." Um, okay. Then- so
2: here Costanza is obviously being a sociopath, but yeah. it's true they should pause the film when the mum comes in with her like bad news. She shouldn't just like yeah. talk over the film that's already. Like being watched.
0: Yeah, it's weird that they don't pause it. It's weird that
2: they don't yeah,
1: pause it. Yeah, that they don't pause right away. Yeah. Mm.
0: And then he's like, yeah, okay, I'll pause it. And then George goes out to get more grape juice and he comes back and the guy's daughter has taken his seat. Which I is also odd because she already had a seat. She had to move seats. And also she yeah. was sat next to her dad. Like, why would she want to force Costanza to sit in the middle of this?
2: That's... Because she wants the arm so that she can, like, rest. the arm is valuable. The arm is valuable, yeah. I know, but and also because she like, doesn't it's... want
0: to be marooned with Kestans, yeah, but
2: it's her yeah. sofa, so she's asserting dominance by indicating that she can sit whensoever she pleases. Mm. Yeah, she's the alpha, she is, yeah. yeah.
0: And then George comes back and immediately picks her up on this. is like, you took my seat, they have a fight, he spills grape juice all over the couch. I mean, that this is this is chaos. If someone's, if someone's done that, you just got to accept it and move on. It's Especially if classical a classical farce, yeah. Yeah, you know. Um, I, I like un, un- unpicking Costanza's behavior and then being like, well, I wouldn't do that myself.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not so sure. Like, I so so wouldn't do the same thing as this fictional behave. character in a sitcom. Yeah. It couldn't um, be me.
0: He's doing a great impression of George Costanza, though, I have to say. <laughs> um, so then uh, uh, the movers have come around because um, basically Jerry's getting his old couch back Um, and, uh, yeah, so they're, and George is taking it. So then they, they're like, Elaine's filling him in on the abortion thing. Uh, the mover brings, comes around to Elaine's for the couch. And then she offers him a drink. He asks for grape juice. Um, and then she kind of like, she throws the bottle of grape juice at him. He misses it, shatters, and it spills all over the couch. Um, one of those, you sometimes get like a throwaway punchline in Seinfeld where you're just kind of like It's a bit of a throwaway
2: (laughs) punchline. Well, it's yeah. just to kind of tie yeah. all of the couch storylines together in a kind of neat
0: little mm. bow. Yeah,
2: it felt very neatly thematic. This yeah. one, yeah. Mm. I think Costanza
0: yeah. should have pissed on Joe Temple's couch. That would have been yeah. the better tie-in. That's yeah, what that I would wanted. have been
1: a better way of yeah,
2: comfy. Mm. Yeah, it's hard time. to get That's a main character
1: to piss themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah,
0: to assert dominance over that girl. He just stands up and just starts pissing on the middle cushion. Like, is this what you wanted?
1: <laughs> Network TV. That's the HBO version. <laughs> this is my territory now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. If this was modern family, that's what would
1: happen.
0: <laughs> um, and then we get we get a post-credit scene at the book club uh, where one of the women in the book club is talking about how Holly Golightly, you know, she wants her independence. That's why she gets rid of the cat. And then George is like, well, I don't know, because she, you know, she she starts seeing Fred. And they're like, Fred's gay. I'm sure this is amusing if you know anything about Breakfast at Tiffany's, which I don't. Oh
1: yeah, I'm sure I would have went ho 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 indeed. Ho, ho, he is ho. wrong about that. What a fool! Mm. But I have not seen the movie, unfortunately. I was actually mm. gonna. I was actually
2: gonna bring this up as something that I think is like a really smart thing that they do in this episode because, like, mm. there are lots and lots of books that have been made into films, but like, if you wanted, if you wanted to choose a book that was the most unlike. It's film adaptation. Breakfast is Breakfast at Tiffany's is what you would go with. Um mm. uh, okay. Like, okay. So, it's like, so it's like a really, really smart choice. And like, um, like one of the things which is like wildly, wildly different is that in the novel, Fred, who is her, who is her best pal, is is gay, which they got, which they got rid of and made him the love interest instead in the film. So like, Jerry is trying to give George good advice on this. When when he's when he says like he, okay so yeah it's sound just, advice just like watch under the movie. The it seems like sound yeah. advice yeah but it's pretty it's like one of like few it's one of the few novels when it's absolutely rotten advice because you're basically consuming a different
0: Captain Corelli's Mandolin you're basically
2: consuming a different thing.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, so I actually, I actually really like that, bit. I think it's really funny yeah. that he makes the, that he yeah he makes the mistake. Oh, okay.
0: So yeah, it is it is a great joke if you've both read the book and seen the film of Breakfast at <laughs> Tiffany's. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're really missing out on quite a lot of.
1: Yeah, I'm like I can get the general vibe as like sort of a plebeian, but like I am not not fully in tune.
2: You mm. also need to be familiar with the song Breakfast at Tiffany's.
0: Uh, oh by yeah, Deep by Blue Deep, Deep something. Blue Something. Yeah. yeah. Mm. 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 Yeah, which they used in the film, but actually it doesn't appear in the book.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah they didn't put the, the lyrics. They didn't yeah, transcribe the them down.
0: Now you need to imagine that this is playing. Right
1: and now. it's so hard if you can't sight read. Yeah,
0: it's yeah, yeah. It's so <laughs> hard
1: to get the true meaning of the song.
0: You've got to hum it while you're reading. Yeah. That.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that, uh, that
2: Kate Bush has never read Wuthering Heights? her like is
0: that true yeah
1: the, the the lyrics she's
0: never run up a hill either well that's true right. but like the, the lying li- bitch <laughs> Kate lazy, Bush gonna...
1: <laughs> lazy Kate
0: yeah and but she's not a Bush
1: l- the lyrics
2: <laughs> of uh, the lyrics of Wuthering Heights were like no, kind of Kate vibes Bush based vibes it. only <laughs>
0: uh, there you go mm. yeah I didn't think you'd like it but you know what no,
1: Kate stupid. Bush
2: no that's stupid, that's a stupid I, joke. No, I'm
1: sorry I missed it <laughs> Is yeah. this Kate Bush is not related to George W. Bush,
0: or no, is what this... I did is, do you know Kate Bush actually waxes? That was the that was the joke. Oh, um, I thought you, yeah, it okay. was more vulgar than that.
1: I th- I, I think that's why Phoebe I heard raised something completely different.
0: Raised a sort of frown at it.
2: Oh, yeah. okay. I don't know. So let just me react I just, again. Think, I just think you're better than that. That's
1: all. Oh,
0: it's it's touching that you think mm. that. Mm-hmm. I, I think
1: <laughs> I'll let, let me let me give my new reaction so you can cut mm-hmm. it in seamlessly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
0: And I definitely will cut all of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Gonna, yeah. I'm not going to leave cut all it of this in. So in. that yeah. you
1: look completely, so that this goes off without a hitch. Okay, so you said Kate Bush actually waxes. Yeah. And, and then you would put in this section of me going, <laughs> Yeah, that's good.
0: <laughs> I might, if we ever get a soundboard for that show, I might just, I might just keep <laughs> yeah. that along with that. Make the- that a hotkey. I did make a sound drop of previous guest on the show, Rax King, where she just said, "This is very erotic." <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: like yeah. you're a radio DJ and you could just hit these all the time.
0: Exactly. Yeah, we're gonna do, we're gonna turn this into the Redneck Comedy Hour. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: and we need we need sound cues. For that. We
1: need sirens, explosions. Oh, breaking <laughs> glass. Very good. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you just play a song and say, <laughs> "Very good."
1: Very good. Okay, coming up next is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, perfect for between, like, the song and the weather, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's the end of the episode.
1: It is. Wow. It is.
0: Yeah, look at us. We did, it. we did an episode of this show in under an hour and 30. That's pretty good.
1: Pretty good. Nice.
0: That's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. Um, it remains to just only thank Kylie very much for joining us.
1: Thank you for having me. I, I had a blast.
0: Yeah. Is there anything you'd like to plug to our loyal hogs?
1: Oh, sure. To the, the loyal hogs.
0: listeners of this show.
1: <laughs> okay, little piggies. Um yeah. <laughs> I have a plug.
0: <laughs> don't, don't, you'll make them all You gotta.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're so uncomfortable. Um, yeah. Uh, Okay so I have a podcast called Artists on Artists on Artists on Artists Where we do improvised Hollywood Roundtable podcasts where we just kind of Make fun of those like variety um, End of year Oscar panels Mm -hmm. Um, Okay great So that's out there and then um, Other than that I have nothing on the books Does anyone want to hire me for a writer's room? (laughs) (laughs) So hit me up um, TV executives
0: yeah, you can follow Kylie on Twitter as well. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You At Deadeye Breakman.
0: Yeah, yeah, we got it, we got a very we got a very Twitter audience. Okay.
1: Um, that makes sense. So they'll be they'll be on that
0: ravenously. Great. They'll be they'll be trotting into your mentions, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, and if you're listening to this, hey, we have a Patreon. It's three dollars a month for two bonus episodes a month if you want to subscribe to that. Or oh, it's five for the Discord and the monthly movie corner, the Twilight miniseries. Um the what's the deal? Miniseries. Uh, you can check all those out. They're all available on the Patreon. There you go. Um, hog on over to that. Um, otherwise, uh, we'll see you next week on the bonus feed. Bye bye. Bye.